We met on the gram, became instant BFFs, and we're two girls here to empower women to be self-reliant. Hey, I'm Amy, founder of Alexo Athletica. And I'm Emily, the creator of Stami Tactical. And we are Not, Not Your, Your Average, Average Gun, Gun Girls. Girls. We're calling on our friends, industry insiders, and speaking to people about major moments in their lives. We talk guns, personal safety, share lifestyle tips, and everything in between. So grab your coffee or your vav because you, you can, can sit with, with us. of Not Your Average Gun Girls. You guys probably had a very busy weekend. Uh, Celebrating 4th of July. 4th of July. Oh, speaking of 4th of July, did you have any glizzy dogs? I'm going to have to go back and text Sydney and ask her what that means (laughs) because, oh, that's a hot dog, right? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I did not. I did not partake in... The hot dog. Um, yeah, so, same. No, so. no, but I hope you guys had a wonderful 4th of July. Today is a very exciting day it for those nice. of you who have been following us for the past three years. Yeah. Three three years or so. Today is our 100th episode. Oh, and oh it my would gosh. Not be, it wouldn't be possible if we didn't have such an amazing um, audience and just an amazing community of men and women, like each and every one of you who listen in, who share the episodes, who have subscribed mm-hmm. on whatever platform it is you want to listen to, but you've also rated, you've reviewed, you've told your friends about the podcast. Mm-hmm. And those of you who went the extra mile, we've even really, had several of you by Really us. turning it up this really, episode. Well, well, they really turned it up because they didn't just miss... This lady did not just buy us one glass above each. She basically bought us an entire bottle. So Robin, <laughs> thank you so <laughs> thank much you. It for was supporting time. us. Yes, it was yeah. perfect timing too. What a great way to celebrate our 100th, 100th episode. episode. I can't believe it. 100 episodes. I can't believe it either. So Robin, thank you. And if you want to continue to support us, uh, we will take all the coffee and vuv you want yeah, to bring keep our way. So on. thank you. Cheers to you, Robin. Cheers to you. And to 100 episodes. And to 100 episodes. And today, to celebrate that, we have an amazing guest. Oh my God. So good. So good. Some of you may know him, some of you may not, but you're going to get to know the incredible Eddie Penny today. Eddie has been a friend of ours for a while. Um, Yeah. I mean, we, we've we've known him. You've trained with him. Uh, Eddie is a former Navy SEAL. He is uh, the CEO of Contingent Group. He is an New author, new author, new author, and podcast host of the Unafraid Podcast. Two Network. podcasts. Yeah, well, that's he true. Yes, podcasts. he's got a podcast with his wife as well. And you guys are going to just hear all about Eddie's life, about the incredible things that he is doing uh, currently. And I think you're going to. It's a great really episode. Yeah, enjoy I can't wait this for this episode. interview. So let's dive right in. All right, everybody, welcome back. We have an amazing guest. We are so excited, Eddie Penny. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. What's going on? Thank you for joining yeah, us today. Seriously. It's been a progress, like a process trying to get here. Yeah. Like the, over the last couple of months. You know, <laughs> we, we've been trying to, like, we have so many great friends mm-hmm. and potential guests that live right here in the DFW mm-hmm. area because we would much rather have people in studio oh, than so much better. zooming so much better. it in. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you know, I mean, you've, you've got, what, two podcasts that you're Correct. doing. Yep. Do you guys bring guests in studio with Some, you? Sometimes, yeah. Usually that's what we try to do because you get the YouTube feel. So yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm a watcher guy. Like, I got to see. I, really, I have a hard time just listening. Yeah. Right. I feel like the YouTube aspect, we just started hitting that hard when we relaunched now with mm-hmm. bringing back the YouTube aspect. And I'm just like, 
I kind of like watching it versus listening to it, even though like while I'm listening to it, I can do other things, but I find I get more distracted. Right. So like I'm enjoying that more podcasts are going like video format. Because mm-hmm. you have to show something. It's right. It's like, uh, what, what are they trying to yeah. enjoy? Well, <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, it, absolutely. We love having dudes on the show. So, you know, we're a very heavy female audience with our show, mm-hmm. but we're getting a lot of guys that are watching it and want to bring their wives in mm-hmm. to watch awesome. it too. So it, we're so great to like, we're excited to have some testosterone here today that we can and talk about i want to in know in our pinkish studio yes in our very <laughs> in our very pink that, studio it's like pink i was watching some of the videos this way it's a lot of pink going on so when we did your introduction we were telling people about i mean you, you do so many things mm-hmm. i think a lot of people would be really interested to hear about kind of your journey uh being a seal so mm-hmm. can you give us a little bit of background on that so the thirty thousand bird's eye view of what that looks like is four years in the marine corps switched over to the navy did 16 years there i was with uh made my way up to the tier one um navy seal team and then i retired about three years before i got out i got custody of my children so i couldn't deploy anymore so i got my bachelor's degree in security management started a company called contingent group which is risk mitigation we kind of just take care of whatever is needed it's not like a cookie cutter Mm -hmm. job like hey this is what everyone needs it's Mm -hmm. okay let's look at what you got do an assessment and then take care of it so we started that and then recently just authored a book called Unafraid, which comes out this uh, July 26th, so next month, which we're super excited awesome. about. And then we got two podcasts, the Penny's podcast with my wife, which is oh super gosh. fun to do. And I get I get like super emotional when I when I like do that with her. Like, I'm like, she's like talking, I'm like, okay, I'm so weak. Like you got oh, me. And then, uh, so I love that. Then we have the uh, I, I don't in the moment. Yeah, I'm sure you don't. I'm sure. And then I uh, have the Unafraid podcast, which I do with my co-author, which is uh, Keith Wood. And we do more man stuff, like fighting stuff, hunting stuff, shooting stuff, cop stuff, just just whatever like we want to talk about. Like, hey, let's let's talk about this. That's the fun thing about so, podcasts is literally it's so like cool. it's your, right. you can just turn on your microphone and yeah. talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yes. yes. Those are the best ones. Yeah. Like, impromptu, like, let's just talk about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean. It, I think some of us, some of our, not better conversation, but we end up getting into more with our guests like once we stop hitting record and we're just kind of like all chilling and just like chatting we're Dang like it, we yeah, should no, have had stop talking going. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> always that's yeah. how it works always. yeah yeah so i've always been wondering what inspired you to be a seal uh ever since i was a kid i just like my dad always watched the action-packed movies with schwarzenegger and stallone and i was like okay i want to do that it's like I want to go lift weights because I was a little skinny boy. I want to go do that. I want to go to the military. Didn't know exactly what I wanted to do in the military. But then I saw a movie called the Navy called Navy SEALs. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's what I want to wow. do. Really? Little did I know that that's really just not how it works. Yeah. Uh, like going around and doing all the awesome operations. It looks so cool. Like they're underwater and you're like, okay, the water's cold. They're up in the sky. Okay, up here's cold. This is miserable. Like there's just... All the things that look cool yeah. just turned out to be pretty miserable, but it was a great job. Super glad I did it for, you know, this country. It was, mm-hmm. it was amazing. It was a great time. Um, I wouldn't say it was forced out, but when I got custody of my children, yeah. it kind of like changed the way yeah. I, I looked. It was like the, the lowest part of my life and the highest part of my mm-hmm. life. I was like, okay, I'm leaving this, about to start. And I thought my life was over, but then I got to those kids and I was like, okay, this is what life's about. These guys right here. Not that yeah. stuff. Not, I, was, I was very uh, self-absorbed, extremely. Well, um, I think we see that a lot with, I mean, you could speak to this better, but I've talked to a lot of people that once they get out of something that's so intense, like Mm -hmm. very Mm -hmm. special forces or whatever, and that was their purpose and that was their mission. It's like they really have to find what 
what their new purpose is. Right, and which leads to the addiction, the anger, sure. depression, and like, what's my purpose in life? And it's like, we get stuck in this rut. And uh, I've gone through so much like talk therapy, shots in the neck to try to help wow. with PTSD issues, all kinds of things, just like EMDR, brain spotting, like all these little things that are out there that we're starting to learn about from the, the neuroscience piece. That's pretty amazing. It's just like being proactive, like go do that. Because they were proactive to go be a SEAL or be a spec op operator. But it seems when it comes time to like, hey, let's get better. There's like a, I don't know what it is. There's like a stop. They, they don't want to push forward. I don't know if they're just like hung, like my life's over. Hmm. There's no like brightness on the other side. Interesting. So like uh, work with that with the SEAL Future Foundation is like, and try to help them help them um because they helped me a lot and then so we just try to bring in the guys i feel like too with technology over time is also with some of those therapies that you you've been doing for Mm -hmm. your ptsd has changed over time and have improved so i'm sure like from when you first got out versus now like a lot of those things are they're able to kind of dial in really what the needs are of some of the Mm -hmm. people who are coming out of you know being Mm -hmm. overseas yeah it's a It's mind blowing. You see your buddies, you're like, because you don't, when you're in it, like for me personally, I I was like, I didn't realize all this was happening. Hmm. And then you kind of pull yourself away and you kind of like, for me, it was Christ. Like 100% Christ was my number one. That was the thing that kind of grounded me, kind of gave me that anchor. Uh, But like my my buddies, I'm like, you guys, you're you're so blind, but you don't want to push anything on them. It's just like, hey, this, you know, this helped me. What do you, maybe we should try. I mean, I think. Like seal marriages alone, the divorce rate's 90%. Like that's. We're not doing something right. Yeah. Like something is extremely yeah. wrong. And uh, so, you know. Was Christ well, something that you found after or before? After. I was about 32, 33 when I really. really? Yeah, I was not. No. Oh, no. I was. Was no. there someone that was really instrumental in your life in, in telling you about it or bringing you to, like, to church or? Uh, what my ex-wife actually started bringing me to. She's like, you need to go. And I'm like, I don't want to go. Like I was like scared to go. Yeah. And uh, that story is actually in the book. I, I was very terrified of Jesus Christ for certain reasons. And uh, I never went. And then I finally kind of like a make or break for me just drinking a lot and doing dumb things. Like, hey, you need to go to this. Have you ever heard of a, um, a program called Wild at Heart by John Eldridge? No. Yes. Okay. Love that book. So I've done yeah. that like five uh-huh. or six times. Wait, they have actual programs so you for go for now? like two or three days. It's amazing. It is the coolest thing that I've ever done in my life. I, like I went... Like I said, five or six times. Wow. wow. I went to that. I just, I found Christ. And when I tried to explain uh, to my fiance at the time, um, like I was just in tears. I cried for like three hours. Is this, so is this a religious based program? It's a Christian based, but it's like finding the heart of a man. It's mm-hmm. not like let's stuff a bunch of Jesus down you or something. Sure. Like, it's like, hey, we're built. The basis is kind of like men are made to be the heroes. Women are the princess. And there's like a love story that we're all in. Okay. And he, and he said something that was so cool because this is, this is mind blowing. If you think of any movie, any movie from Finding Nemo to Gladiator, there's three things in common. There's a hero. There's a villain. And there's a love story. Every huh. single movie. Right now you're like going through your you can find the formula. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And it's like all biblical for the most part. You know what's crazy? So when I was because that book was big when I was in high school Huge. at our church, and they recommended all of the women to read that book. Right. So that they could understand like how men are wired and how mm-hmm. it, 
it was really eye-opening for me as, right. as a high school student. And I remember Drew read it and I would love for my son to read it. I, and yeah, I would love for great. them to, is it something like a, a father son could go and. Absolutely. I, I recommend it to everyone. They also have a female version called Captivated. Ca uh -huh. So those two, like, which is great for men to read that as well. Yep. So like, but that, that's kind of like changed it. Like, okay, there's more here. And of course they give you like, you know, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. I was like overwhelmed. I was like, okay, wait a second. That's too much. Like, I, I guys, like, I'm just right. still getting over the fact that you have no alcohol. <laughs> so, um, so it's just like, I, I, I learned that if it's laid on your heart, that's what you should probably be led to do. And it, it's not all this, like, you're not supposed to do this, 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 and this mm -hmm. all at one time. I, I mean, that's overwhelming for anyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, but it was, it was awesome. And I remember they gave like, you know, here's some books that you can read. And like, one was like the prayer life and one was like the bondage breaker. Like, don't read the bondage breaker. Cause it's, it talks about like, spiritual warfare and i'm like warfare okay cool that's like, <laughs> I don't know, like basic stuff so i started reading a lot yeah and uh i just fell in love i was like man this is awesome and then i started look back in my life my career i'm like wait a second this makes sense now okay wait a second this isn't right okay this is right and it just it changed me wow it changed me that's awesome that's it was really cool it was really those cool. are definitely books so and it's still yeah. a fight it's still a battle don't feel like there's not this i've arrived sure so it is as, i mean it's still a battle yeah and i'm ready to fight is that all in your book Yes. I can't wait okay. to read yes. your book. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's exciting. Yes. What, the book's called Unafraid? Unafraid. Okay. Yep. And it comes out when? You said July 26th. Okay. okay. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Or, awesome. I mean, this started back in 2014. Wow. Really? It's taken that's this really long. Well, I woke up one night, like, and all I heard was write a book. And I was like, okay, that's dumb. And so I tried to go back to sleep. And I so I got up, went to my desk, got a piece of paper and pen, and did, like, the outline, like, all the chapters. And then I probably wrote about 150 pages for the next year. And then it got tucked away until I met Keith Wood, uh, the co-author, who's a, he's brilliant, uh, at a shooting course through the NRA. The one that we, yep. we kind of did, right. that one. And uh, I, I asked him, I was like, hey, listen to this podcast. Tell me tell me if you think there's a book there. And he listened, it was Mike Ritland podcast. Okay, yeah. It got, very, it was, got a lot of lot of comments on it, like, hey, you should write a book, you should write a book, which I was kind of totally against. I was more of like a vomit session for like just... <laughs> A therapy. Yeah. 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 Go, uh -huh. And uh he's like, there's definitely a book here. Let's do it. And that was, and that was it. So we did it. it. Took about two, two and a half years to get it complete. Wow. Book. Are you finding that your audience is starting to gravitate towards you for very different reasons than what you thought initially? 100%. So so what what do you think they're coming to like your Instagram page for? What information are people really craving and seeking out right now? Being real and transparency is what I believe. Like they love the seal thing. I mean, I did when I was a kid growing up, they love the seal sure? thing. They want to see that stuff uh, because it's that childhood dream as a mm -hmm. man is like to be that hero. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants that, but a lot of us fail to take that risk to, to get mm -hmm. it. And um, that's what we see in society. And, uh, but I'm very transparent. I, 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 I'm sure if you guys have seen my posts, like I really don't yeah. hold back to yeah. anything. Some of us probably blow the belt, but I, I really Yeah, that's care. what I love though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the people like, uh, thanks for talking about that. Like, oh, we're talking about it. like, man, I had a bad day. Like my kids were rough doing that. Or like, I seriously have a problem with this or I need to work on this. And that's it. And that's what people want. It seems mm -hmm. like, cause they don't want the fake mm -hmm. Hollywood stuff. And I'm sure you guys see the same. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, we don't, that time I think is passing. Mm -hmm. Totally. And that's a beautiful thing. Well, you really jumped. I mean, I noticed a big shift when you started really speaking out about other issues yeah. beyond, you know, to a just firearm related issues or, or gun protection, like you really expanded beyond that. Do you remember coming to one particular point in your life where you're like, you know what, I think I have more to share than 
just this piece? I, I think it was just over time. You know, I, I can't really just put it down to one, but I was like, I don't, I, I like, I like the truth. Even if it hurts, I really appreciate the truth. Like we all don't want that truth that hurts, but it's better to be lied to and find out later that the truth was actually this and you were living your life Fake. And I think over the past, what, couple years, we saw that a lot of people are really seeking that. They wanted to see the oh, truth. Yeah. They wanted to hear it. And, you know, they were sick of the media and the news just kind of yeah. waving, you know, this like fog over what mm -hmm. was really happening. Because you can't, it sucks. We can't believe anything. Like, I don't believe anything. Someone could be like, this tablecloth is white. I'd be like, all right, let's double check. This. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring me a Pantone sheet, please. Something. I'm going yeah. <laughs> to hold this color up to it. Yeah. yeah but they did it to themselves and they're shooting themselves yeah. in the foot. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we can just start to see it unfold. And it's beautiful. But at the same time, it's super sad because this country is the greatest. Mm -hmm. Like, period. If anyone travels overseas mm -hmm. to any other, not like a nice resort. Yeah. But right. to see the reality of it, they're going to be like, okay, all right. I love my country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, seeing kind of where we are now, would you still encourage people to to go the military right the to do what the, you the question of the year, right? Yeah. There. Um, I put it like this: you have got to follow that heart. With the administration right now, I everything in me says no, no, no. But at the same time, it's not about them. It's about us. It's about the people. It's about our families. It's about the people that populate this country. Mm -hmm. That's what it's really about. It's not about who's in the administration. That's going to turn, that's going to change. Mm -hmm. Hopefully sooner than later. Uh, but I would say follow your heart and there's certain vaccines and certain things that are now in place, which you're like, I totally disagree with. But right. at the end of the day, if it, it really goes back with that heart mm -hmm. is, and that's really not even an answer. But I mean, I live my life by my heart. Sometimes yeah. the wrong, not my head, <laughs> down the wrong path, uh, but like follow that heart. Like it, yeah. it's no one's going to, a lot of people don't understand what you're doing. This yeah. is in the book too, because I was swayed not to go to the SEAL program after I failed at certain things. I think it's sad that, I mean, I, I think there's still that something inside boys. And I, I try to think through this with my own son and how do I how do you shape, you know, him to be a courageous man, especially in today's society. Mm -hmm. And I, I think, you know, if there are people that want to go that route, but they have no idea, they don't have support from their families. Right. They didn't have anyone that was really prior military or anything like that. Do you think that there are specific traits or qualities that you have to have to make it as a SEAL? I think the biggest trait is a no quit attitude. Like you just got to do it. You got to want it. Like if you don't want it, you're like, oh, I'll give this a shot. You're probably going to fail. But if you're right. like, this is what I'm meant to do. I just, this is all I can think about. This is what I'm eating. This is what I'm thinking about. Then you got to do it. And the influences we have are not that good for that type of work. It is the more coddling, like softer side. Um, I almost hit the softer side of Sears. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, I think too, like you were saying, you know, you got started because you grew up and you saw movies and you saw mm -hmm. like how the SEALs were, what they were doing. You're like, that's what I want to be. And I don't think today, like we've talked about this with, with Samuel, just what programs, what movies are being made now that mm -hmm. actually are giving that type of inspiration. I, was to say, I almost took him to top. He's top two. So My son good. is like, is two, but I was like, I think I'm going to take it. He's obsessed with airplanes right oh, now. And I was like, gosh. the best thing I could do is show him this movie oh, right now okay, and get so him excited about better. it. But, that, but that's like the only one that I can think of. Right. Well. But like in the last, there's not a lot of them. No, there's in the, in the last, especially in the last couple of years, especially how, you know, the climate's going politically with everyone having to, you know, be inclusive and all, and all of these things. There, there aren't things like where, where are young boys supposed to seek 
you know, the inspiration to say, this is, this is kind of what I want to be. This is the kind of man I want to mm-hmm. be. They have to learn that from home. Yes. Yeah. That's the problem is their, their influence is coming from that thing. We always hold up in front of our face. That yes. Phone. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of bad things, but at the same time, there's a lot of good. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you got to monitor and be like, all right, what are you watching? What are you doing? Uh, cause there's some great stuff on there. Like mm-hmm. I, I watch fighting stuff all the time, like learn new moves, inspirational quotes. Like mm-hmm. that just gets me going for yeah. the day, but there's also like somebody's working. Yeah. It's like, I don't need to see that. Right. Like, I, I just don't need to see that. Yeah. Well, even um, in commercials. Oh, I mean, yeah. They even, and like a commercial popped up on something that he was watching on YouTube. And I was like, <laughs> get fast forward. Yeah, like, I was not expecting that. So now I have to sit here and watch this and watch the commercials. It's no, because like all the ads on these, on these apps now, you, they're forcing you to actually watch like the three mm-hmm. to four seconds before you can oh, even like, yep. and you're it's like, insane. yeah, they're, they're pushing it. And this, this stuff has been going on forever. The mm-hmm. propaganda piece. And, yeah. Well, I don't worry that. about it for my daughter because I'm like, look, there's such a big move for, you know, be a strong woman, you know, right. you can do whatever you want. Like the messaging is, is there that I'm, I'm happy about in, in a certain way for my daughter. But I'm like, where's my son going to go mm-hmm. to hear this? Because I don't right. want him only seeing like these messages are just for his his sister, mm-hmm. you know? And so maybe you should start like a kid, like a kid program oh, too. Can you teach the you two, three-year-olds to fight, please? Yeah. There, yeah. <laughs> we just actually just started. So we do on Unafraid, on EddiePenny.com, we sell like shirts yep. and like these bands and other things, like accountability stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a firm believer if we just have certain things on us, like tattoos, obviously. I mean, I got unafraid on my. Like, oh, I I'm see like, it now. Oh, yeah. Call me weird. I don't. I don't mind. Uh, but it just like reminds me. Okay, I'm not passive. Like I'm going to go all in on everything I do, and it reminds me. I remember my daughter was coming down the stairs a couple weeks ago when she was wearing an unafraid shirt, and just I stopped. I was like, "Hey, sweetie, what's going on? Good morning." And she was walking out with her shirt. She loves to wear it to sleep. And I was like, "That's right, unafraid. Today will be unafraid." Like it just. Reminded me, like, hey, Eddie, because I still need it. Like, yeah, it, there, like I said, there's no I've arrived. Like, I still need it. I, and I put it everywhere to try. Like, my feed is I try to put like good quotes, motivation stuff, people that can help me and not hinder me. Mm-hmm. But there is that I, I downloaded TikTok for the first time. Like, <laughs> oh my Satan. Yeah, um, exactly. I, a month ago, I was like, okay, I want to push the book and you start doing some videos. And then when you when you push it, like when you just pull it up, like just like certain trends come yeah. up. It's Not crazy. Like, oh my gosh. Yep. So like I have to delete the I delete the app now. I'll plug it back in when I gotta post them and I delete it again. Cause it's like yeah, you get like it's sucked horrible. in in this and not in a good way. Cause like I'll I will like when I first got TikTok, I was like scrolling through and I'm like, what is this? And you just like it's like watching a train wreck. You're just like, what? And you keep like scrolling. I'm like, I just don't even bother. Because some of those videos took a lot of time to make. Yeah. Like, what are you, you could have learned like Mandarin Chinese right exactly. there. If, like, why? Right. You mentioned um, us being on our phones. And so I want to talk a little bit about that. Because with Contingent Group, mm-hmm. you do a lot of um, security. Yes. So are you, do, do, do you do any programs through Contingent Group for women anything regarding like safety or situational awareness. Cause I'd love for you to talk about a little bit, like what can you give the women who listen to us? Some, some things that you have learned or that you mm-hmm. have seen through contingent group, through your career that women need to start paying more attention to, or things that they can do to kind of keep them more safe and more aware. Mm-hmm. I'd say the biggest thing we, we do do thing with women and organizations, but it's not like, Hey, would you come do this? It's not like, Hey, we're going to put on a course. Okay. Um, but I'd say the biggest thing, like the biggest trends right now is walking from, a store or whatever to your car. That's like the biggest thing right now. Uh, so I would I would hone in and it's so basic is that situational awareness. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of people are, like you just said, that's why I think that's why you brought this up is we're in our phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to respond to my message. Like, no, you don't. Like, then we got to put in the kid in the car where your face is buried in a car like anything. Can, and there's videos that we can see all over media mm-hmm. where that, this stuff is happening. I mean, it's being filmed right. and shared. Right. And we're still wondering why there's so many victims. Because we have this, like, it won't happen to me mentality. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys are totally against that, which I totally applaud. Uh, and you guys put out great stuff for that. But, like, yeah, they just don't think it will happen to me. And, and I always tell anyone I give a course to is, like, hey, real quick. No one woke up that morning and said, you know what? Today I'm going to be a victim. Absolutely. They never said mm-hmm. that. They never said, I can't wait to put on my new suit or put on this nice dress. And I'm going to go out and get thrown in the back of a car mm-hmm. with a, a freaking sandbag over my head. Yep. It just doesn't happen. And it's just the, and a lot of the stuff, can we prevent all of it? Absolutely not. I will say that from a professional security standpoint, you cannot prevent everything from happening, but you can deter mm-hmm. a lot by certain things you do, uh, by certain layers of security you put into place. And hmm. uh, Like what? It's not a big thing. Like one thing would be get out of your phone, like pay attention, have your keys ready, get in. As soon as you get in, lock the door. Mm-hmm. When you get into your, uh, pull into your garage and you got groceries in the back, turn off your car. Keep your doors locked. Shut the garage. Once you're good to go, then get out of your car mm-hmm. and get your stuff. Like just little baby things. Yeah. Are you locking the door when you let the dogs out? What do you? What do moms do when they have to get their kids in in the car seat? That is when I feel the most vulnerable. Oh, it's a very bad one. I, I hate <laughs> it because I'm like, you're also you're sometimes wrestling an alligator, trying mm-hmm. like my kids screaming. Hit. I can't think of anything else. I'm not being able to look around because right. I got to wrestle him and get him in the car. And I'm like, squirming. Yeah. It's like, what? This isn't a fast process. Like, <laughs> yeah, so what, do, what do you do? Well, for, it starts like when you first get there. Okay. First, is it nighttime or daytime? If we can do something in the daytime versus daytime. nighttime. Yeah. All right. So there it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where am I parking? Am I parking in the back of the parking lot next to other people? Am I secluded by big vehicles that they can't see what's in between them? So all these little things go into it. Would you advise parking in the front or the back of the parking lot? It depends on the parking lot, but I want to be close to where the public is. Because if I scream, I've got a bunch of eyeballs on me and 80%, I believe the stats, the last time I checked were 80% of any bad guy, terrorist, whatever it is, is going to choose a target that they can get away with. 80%. Like at 80%, Hmm. I'll be able to do this uh, percentage or whatever. So if you're close, that's why like everyone's like those, um, those sirens, those personal alarms, Mm -hmm. all they're so bad. But if you do that, like people, everyone's looking Mm -hmm. and the people leave. But does it seem like the bad guys are getting more brazen these days? They're getting braver and when they're attacking, what they're doing in broad daylight, almost like there's going to be no repercussions well, for there, their there actions. Really there really isn't any more repercussions. The justice, in certain jurisdictions, mm-hmm. I would say all. But if we want to look at like California, New York, other blue states, mm-hmm. I mean, to be quite honest with you, I mean, probably here in Dallas is a blue city. Right. Um, yeah, it, it's crazy. It's like, is this America anymore? Mm-hmm. It's It's unbelievable, but that's, that's why. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, there's people, I think there was a, I just saw this morning, um, somebody had tons of fentanyl and they got off. Like, got caught, like something, we did. I'm like, dude, like we need stricter punishments. If they were stricter, people would stop. They're like, oh, just get out. I mean, the, the, we saw the same thing in Iraq and Afghanistan. They know if they get captured by American forces, we can hold them for, it was first, it's like 14 days and they're back on the street. Second time is 30 days. They know the game. Mm-hmm. They know the game. I mean, heck, we got people getting out of because of COVID, out of jail. Like, right. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was the most ridiculous thing. I'd be, yeah. I mean, why not? Well, because I believe also in Washington, and don't quote me on this side, this is what 
I heard Ben was talking to me about was that in Washington, like they're not pulling out, like the cops aren't actually pulling people over anymore. I actually, a, a good buddy just moved down from, he was a cop up there. I was like, why are you coming down? I knew the answer. And he's like, I think he goes, I think you know the answer. And I go, I know the answer, <laughs> yeah. but I just want you to tell me to make sure I got the right answer. And he told me, he's like, it's ridiculous. He's like, you cannot stop. People can be doing drugs, selling drugs. You cannot arrest them. Right. The only time they can go into a store and steal all the meat and walk out. Mm-hmm. And that's what, and they're doing that. They're like basically they don't need why like, work. And we want well, yeah. people aren't working because you can just go and get stuff for free. Right. Now this is only in certain choices. Sure. But uh yeah, it's like you I think the only time that you can arrest somebody is if it is a crime against like if it's harmful to you. Hmm. Like I'm pretty much stabbing you or something. Well, by then it's too late. But it's too late. <laughs> yeah. And then who are you gonna call? No one's well, gonna yeah, come to save you. Politicians. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. Golly, that is just that's so we, just crazy. We, we, we know the answer. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but it's like, okay, what do we do? It's like, that's where, you know, be that voice, not that echo. It's like the things that you guys do is uh, putting great things out and making sure that people are like, all right, here's what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. It may not the end all be all, but it's better than filling sure. up with like, yeah. hey, you know, be a criminal. Well, I mean, it's right. just getting people in the mindset of even thinking, I, I don't want to be a victim, you know, because right. I don't even, like you said, people aren't even thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, our goal is just to help people not end up on Dateline. So, right. you right. know, like, right. that's Start what, thinking about personal safety now. Yeah, you said the word mindset. That, yeah. That's really where it starts. That's the foundation of it all. Uh, it's just that that very piece. I was doing a unafraid mindset uh, speech this past weekend for some realtors or real estate investors. And I, and I, in the middle of my speech, I go back to security. And I go, I, this is you. And I give them the layers of security, the rings. Like we have alarms, we have dogs, we have lights, we have doors, we have windows, you have guns, you have all this stuff. But in the middle is your mindset mm-hmm. of like making sure that you're checking all this stuff. And then I go back to the mindset, like we do the same with our brain, putting in all these different things that are going to make us better. Like, what are you watching? Who are you hanging out with? Mm-hmm. How's your diet? Are you sleeping right? Like all these things add to yeah. us and make us who we are. Yeah. It's literally not just about the self-defense tool. It's not I mean, thing. N- no, it, it is. It's, it's, it's literally training in every, it's, it's this big toolbox and it's Absolutely. strengthening your mind. It's strengthening your body. It is improving your skills and that that's not just one skill no, no that's not just have referred. a gun you're good to go and you right know now the audience is like that's so much to take it in. is so much but i think but that's it's why so pro- it's right. a process but that's why we always talk about it being a lifestyle and you Absolutely. have to be you have to be ready to kind of start adopting that lifestyle and it doesn't mean you need to do you need to know all those 10 things immediately on day one mm-hmm. but you just need to start somewhere and it starts with your mindset and Absolutely. once you start getting that going it's a snowball effect and you'll start, I feel like, embracing it more. At least that's what we have seen. And that's that's really the best way to start. No, I, I, think I agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. It's just, 100%. It's just like it's to. like taking that first step. I mean, mm-hmm. what's it? Like, thought about jujitsu? Cool, go do it. Yep. You do six months of jujitsu, you are better than like 90% of the population. <laughs> possibly 95. Yeah, like yeah. you just, you have that. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're going to win competitions, but if you need to get away. Yeah. But I think too, awesome. and like, it's just like fitness. I realize when I'm not working out or for whatever reason, I just stop working out. Just my strength goes down in general. And right. it's just like, just the basic thing of just maintaining your, your overall mm-hmm. personal fitness mm-hmm. can make, make a difference. Oh yeah. Cause I tell people that all the time. I'm like, look, the first thing you would want to do if you could would be to run away mm-hmm. from the situation. Mm-hmm. If you aren't running daily or, you know, working yeah. on your fitness and your speed and your strength, you think you're going to be able to run more than 10 steps without getting winded and that person's going to catch up to you. So, yeah. I, I mean, like, 
so many people focus a lot on the mental or a lot on the physical, but then they are just missing that one extra piece of, well, then it's all incorporated together to, in, a, in an attempt to stay as safe as possible. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And the people don't realize too, is like, they're like, oh, that's so much. You got to eat right. You got to do this. You got to work out. You got to think about this. You got to learn to shoot. All are fun things that we've learned. But it's like, once you learn a certain amount, you get to spread that word to mm -hmm. other people uh -huh. and teach them. And that's like, that's the beauty of it all. It's like watching, like you just see it click. They're like, oh, I'm like, yes. Yeah. Like that is so awesome. It's the greatest feeling yeah. in the world. It's like, you get it now. This is perfect. Now tell your friends. Yeah, that goes on everybody else. So are you seeing a shift with more women coming to you guys? Or are you seeing a shift in, in mindset at all within people, I guess, in our society in general? I would say our biggest thing, especially when the whole peaceful protests were happening, right? was people were wanting to, how do I prep my house? What do I need to do? And that, that took, that took a big change for us. So we started, we started doing that. And then now it's organizations, uh, like small mom and pop shops. Like how do I keep, if somebody comes in and they do this, what do we do? So we kind of give them those scenarios and here's what you should have. Like basic stuff. Where's your fire extinguishers? Do you have any? Where's your medical? Do you know how to use it? Hmm. That's great. Everyone's got a medical kit. Very few know what to do with it. I yeah. put a Band-Aid on, cool, that doesn't matter. <laughs> like, you have to put on a tourniquet, effectively. I took a stop, Ben and I took a stop the bleed class, I want to say a couple couple weeks ago, and I've always carried a tourniquet. We carry med mm -hmm. kits, and we've watched the YouTube videos on how to use a tourniquet, but it wasn't until we took the stop the bleed class that I was like, oh, it requires that, that much, much pressure. That many twists. That much, <laughs> right? Because really? we had, oh, I he to had um, we took it at Texas, Texas uh, Gun Experience. Oh, okay. the guy, it wasn't just a basic Stop the Bleed class. My understanding is like, there are ones that you can sign up for through StopTheBleed.com or whatever the website is that kind of just give you like the mm -hmm. basics. But this mm -hmm. guy went above and beyond and he had like the, the dummy arm with like, the yeah, blood good. coming out of it. And like, we had to go up and like mm -hmm. turn that tourniquet. And I was like, and I was it like, a lot. yeah, I, my heart was being like, oh my God. I'm like, this guy, okay, this, I mean, this, yeah. this thing, this fake thing's dying. Yeah. You would probably have, I mean, you have real life experience with this. So if this, if you are implementing some of these things properly, can you legitimately save somebody's life? A hundred percent, hundred percent. So a lot of times it's just there's people that aren't even prepared to to help out in this situation. Well, they, first we get that like that flight or flight thing that always happens to us because one and as the you don't people don't train right. they don't train to a certain part. Like if we if I wanted to give somebody an active shooting scenario, I would want to shoot paint back at them so they can feel what their mm -hmm. body does because everyone's body is going to react differently. A lot of people be like, "This is awesome! This is so cool." Other people be like, okay, get me out of here. This, right. this party sucks. Yeah. I think that's where the scenario-based trainings come in because like, you actually really huge. get to yeah. feel it, it and like it be is, a part of it. To and you got, we kind of did yes, that. We, right. we did those at, yeah, with, um, at the NRF. Mm -hmm. It's so, it's so it's true. Changes. They don't have that. And a lot of people are not going to do that. But you got, yeah, when blood's going, people pass out. They don't even know what the reaction is. But that those kind of trained, the, the more realistic you mm -hmm. can get without doing the real thing, obviously, mm. is the best thing. You touched on home security and things that people can do. So what what would you say would be your top three things that people need to do to keep their home secure? Uh, the top three things is always keep my doors locked. Keep every light on, back back one. Like I'm big into the motion sensors. It scares people away. Mm -hmm. And then get a dog. It doesn't have to be a big dog, although I like big dogs. <laughs> yeah. um, one of them will rip you apart. Uh, but, uh, but those would be my, three, my top three things. Like my alarm... 
Like a lot of people get uh, the alarm, like, oh, I always got to have an oh, alarm. Yeah. Right? That's great. By the time the alarm company calls something, yeah. whatever's going to be done was already done. Like, it's great to know, like, hey, somebody come in this door or somebody's in our house right now. Then we can have a neighbor see what's going on or we can call. But if you're you're wondering, like, if when help's going to come, whatever is going to be done is already done. It's the biggest, in my hmm. opinion, scam that's out there. So you think a dog will deter more than a home security 100%. system? Absolutely. Absolutely. Interesting. Absolutely. For sure. Because they've almost gotten conditioned to know how how quickly, if it's just an alarm, how much time they have to go in well, and get that, things done and, and get most out. Most people put out their little alarm sign. So now I know what system you have. Yeah. And right. now I know how to bypass it. Yeah. Like, so if you're going to do that, put out a different one, a different brand. But there's still a way it's, to figure sure. things out. Yeah, like people sure. Are, they're crafty. They're, like, and that's why it's always evolving. They're getting like, very sophisticated here. Yeah. And we're talking <laughs> about a sign. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now there's, there's so much. It's just like, that's what I'm saying. There's little things that like we just add this. All right, we're going to change that light bulb. That might stop something. We don't, we don't know this. Unfortunately, there's no way to measure that. Sure. But uh, like a dog is huge. A lot of people will bypass a house to hmm. go, um, to go take something like Amazon packages. That's yeah. like the new oh, yeah. prime of, uh, of opportunity right there. It's like, I just see packages. I'm going to go take yeah, them. That is like pirates. number one right now. Uh, but a dog could stop them. I don't know. It could alert the people inside. Now they're like going to the next house. Yeah. Like the element of surprise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everything for them, criminals, is about making it as easy as possible for them. 80%. Goes back to that freaking, yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't you? Right. I mean, so does we got two houses, one's barking and one's not. We go to the kitchen right now, what's the easiest thing to make right now? Mm -hmm. That's That's (laughs) That's why I'm- Very true. I need to get cereal out of my house. It's just so easy. It is easy. That's yes. that's who we are. Like, yeah. We just want the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. That's how we're just created. Yeah. hundred yep. percent. It's, it, it's crazy because that is the simplest thing. And it's like this thing that everyone, criminals, executives, the smartest people in the world, it's like, sure, everyone works hard. People want to do things. But when it comes down to it, it's like, what's the easiest thing? Exactly. And not all criminal criminals are like that. I mean, there's some mm-hmm. that are professional. Sure. Who are really. Things. Well, we've said that about like just securing our schools even more. Mm-hmm. Like we, we'd set very simple protocols and measures to secure our homes. Why can't we even do those very simple things in our schools? Yeah. That's school <laughs> things uh, that, that gets me fired up. It's just like, we're, we've, we've got this problem with a thing called money, but we'll go spending it on mm-hmm. all kinds of dumb things across this country in another countries that we can see. Mm-hmm. If you take a certain percentage of that and put it to schools it's not, oh, it's the yeah. same thing. You got to put in certain protocols and it won't feel like a penitentiary. Mm-hmm. And it's just like things that need to be done. Like yeah. it's in, in proper police training. But I don't even think, I mean, I know people say, well, I don't want my kid to be afraid when they go to school. But I'm like, how many of our kids walk into a sports stadium or a game and they walk through metal detectors? There's cops there. They're not afraid of it. It's, no, they go to the airport the every is. single, that's True. just the way that it is. I don't mm-hmm. think that even adding that I know that's an expensive measure to, mm-hmm. to put in, but I'm like, I don't think that would scare them. So I don't think these other measures of just keeping them safe would terrify them. No, because they don't know? they wouldn't know any different. Mm-hmm. I mean, like when metal detectors started coming into play in sporting arenas and even at like TSA at the airports, I'm you know, we were adults and yeah, we questioned we're like, oh wow, this is this is kind of wild. Mm-hmm. But now it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Right. So you walk in with your knife, you're like, crap, you're gonna go back to the car, I gotta take it out. Uh, yeah, the my struggle. base. I have done yeah. that with. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, it doesn't even come down to that stuff. It's like teaching the teachers what to be looking for, having them trained to carry. So instead of having, maybe, which I hate saying this, instead of having, 
you know, 14 victims, we only have maybe two victims. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I hate saying that, but like, again, it's what things can we do to, to make it better, to mitigate more risk. Mm-hmm. And that and that's the name of the game. Because you you can't stop it. You you will not stop it. No. A determined person going into any venue and shooting it up unless it is like a lockdown. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got, I don't care what state, I don't care where it is, I don't care what the gun laws are. If somebody is determined and wants to do it, they don't care about their felony. They don't care. Of course they, they don't. Do. Yeah, they don't care. They're just going to do what they want. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, exactly. it's yeah. We could literally talk all day about the oh, like, school yeah, stuff. Us, us too. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, totally. Yeah, us too. So, Eddie, tell everybody where they can find you. Where the best places are for them to find out about Unafraid, uh, the podcast, whatever it is. The you tell them where everything. they can find you. Yeah, got you. So the websites are eddiepenny.com. That's where Unafraid kind of goes. We're trying to fight for the unafraid.com right now, and then contingentgroup.com. That's a security piece. Uh, for the media, we've got Eddie.penny for Instagram, Eddie Penny Unafraid for my Facebook public page. And then Twitter, I got Twitter, which is Penny Eddie, which I really, really not on there because of the Twitter thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, TikTok is, I think, Eddie Penny Unafraid. Are we going to see any Eddie Penny dance? Uh, TikToks. Oh, oh, is that, that what that that we can tune in can, for your TikTok soon, for? As soon as I can delete that, that freaking app, I'll be Not notifications, please. And then uh, the book comes out July 26th. Was called Unafraid. It'll be on Amazon. We're about to go record the um, the audio version, awesome. which I'm going to read off. Oh wow! And I tear up so many times in this book. I, I mean, I, I lay it out. And uh, I'm and I'm like, okay, guys, we're not editing this. Like, I want people yeah, to feel the emotion. Of like, course, it's, it's real. I like. Yeah. I want it to be real. I mean, it's it is. I bleh, all over yeah. this book. Yeah, it's, oh, a, I love it's, that. A, it's a inspiring story. I think, uh, and so is a lot of the writers that have read it. Uh, but and then we've got the Penny's podcast, my wife and I, and then we got the Unafraid podcast. Awesome. awesome. But everything is pretty much. If you go to EddiePenny.com, you can pretty much find everything. And if they want any okay. of your Unafraid gear, EddiePenny.com uh, in the perfect. store. Okay. We're gonna link all of this. All of that'll in be in the, the show notes. All the, yeah, so if you didn't write that down, we got all and that. You guys got your Unafraid shirts too, so we're gold. I know. Yes, we will wear them. I want some of those bracelets. I'm gonna. I, I can. I'll send some. To you yeah, guys. those are awesome. Those are very cool. Well, Eddie, thank you so yeah, much for you joining so much us today. Love having you on the show. Yep, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. See ya. Not Your Average Gun Girl Show and its related companies, Alexa Athletica LLC and Stami Tactical LLC, shares information that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. A reminder that laws vary for each state, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand applicable laws. Any items, services, products, and advice mentioned during the Not Your Average Gun Girl Show should be used at your own discretion in accordance with your local and state laws, and you should follow applicable manufacturer's instructions. Not Your Average Gun Girls, Alexa Athletica LLC, and Stami Tactical LLC cannot be held liable for your actions based on the information shared. 